Welcome to a supernatural encounter through the word preached by Bishop Ernest Ayi. Bishop Ernest is the chairman of the Greater Love Church, a vibrant denomination under the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. This message will revive, restore, and refresh you in ways only God's word can. Be blessed as you listen.
your prayer this morning. Lord, I've come to know the weaknesses I see in me will be stripped away. Oh, the power 
Through 
yoji mafo Oh no no beti ya mame Oh yo kama fo Oh no no beka mame Hey Yesu mafe for each opportunity we have to be in your presence many desire to be in your presence like we are but for some reason not because we are better than them they are not here we appreciate you we ask that you bless your word today bless your word father let your word carry fire let your word carry fame. Let the power of your word transform hearts. Let that power manifest in the name of Jesus. Every heart in this building, I commit to you, Father. Let your word, which is like a hammer, let it break every rocky heart into pieces in the name of Jesus. That these hearts would be soft, would become a good ground upon which your mighty word, the mighty seed of the word will be sown. Father, glorify your son. Give us understanding. In the mighty name of Jesus, let, your, let our Savior, your son, be glorified today. Praise your name in Jesus' name. And let me hear a believer say amen. Please put your hands together and um, you may sit on top of your enemies. Hallelujah. So, we are continuing from where we left off. How many of you enjoyed last week's Sunday? Reverend Dr. Lawrence Tetter was here and it was a great blessing to us. Wow. And um, we are happy that we are here today. God has given us life. And um, we are here. And I trust God that you'll be blessed. So, I'm taking off. I'm, I'm, I'm continuing from where we left off. We started a journey. We paused to take a break. You understand? Uh, like when you are going to Kumase, there's a place called Linda Door. You pass by Linda Door. Okay, you get some water. You get some some chips, you get some um, uh, plantain chips or something you know, to cool yourself down or uh, those of you who like you are from my hometown, you like banku and um, okro, okro soup 
work, you work it, and then you continue. Hallelujah. So we had a break. So we are continuing today from where we left off. We started talking about what it means to become as wise as a serpent. What it means to become as wise as a serpent. Matthew chapter number 10 and verse number 16. What it means to become, what it means to be as wise as serpents. Hallelujah. So this is our key scripture for this beautiful um, series. Behold, I send you forth as a sheep in the midst of wolves. How many of you enjoy the ministration? Was it powerful? Do you, do, you, do you enjoy such things? Wow. Would you put your hands together for our lady minister, Ida? That was very powerful. Hallelujah. And the, and the choir also shook us a bit. Why don't you put your hands together for the choir, the Alos choir, and our Cyprus hymn choir. Hallelujah. So God bless you. You see... Music is God's middle name. Do you understand? Yes. I wonder how the world would be like without it. I wonder how our faith would be like without it. Hallelujah. Yeah. I can't be at a place where there is nothing like this. <laughs> no, I can't. I won't survive there. I know you, you won't also survive. So we bless God for this wonderful vessels he's using to be a blessing to us. Hallelujah. If you are clapping, you can clap well. Beautiful. And all the powerful instrumentalists, the drama, the, 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 uh, the keyboardist, the, the trumpeter, and all that. It's beautiful. God bless you. Now, listen. Um, you also know that um, the, the president has revived the restrictions. Okay, so like Bishop Isaac said, try and come a bit early. Do you understand? So that we can fire early. Hallelujah. Because what is the use of you coming to church by the time you come? Either we are in the middle of the message or the message has ended. Do you understand? You come and give offering and go home. It's not why you are coming. You are not coming to just give offering and go home or to share the grace and go home. Now, this, this is it. This is the main reason for coming. Okay, to hear the word of God. So please try and come early and make sure that you get the word. Hallelujah. Well, so today, like I said, Jesus said, Jesus is the one speaking. This is what makes what we are talking about very important. It is not the words of Bishop NSI. No. These are the words of the Savior. And it makes it because he's the Savior. It gives weight and value to the word. The reason why you should pay attention to it is because of who is saying it. Jesus himself said it. He said, behold, I send you forth 
as sheep in the midst of wolves. I'm sending you into the midst of something that is not like you. Because you are sheep. But I am sent, I'm sending you to wolves. Hallelujah. Now, I mentioned to you that even though you are going into or you have been sent to a wicked place or to a wicked world, you don't need to be afraid because Jesus knew that you are going into the midst of wolves, yet he sent you. He knew that you are not a wolf. You are a sheep. Yet he sent you to wolves. He knew that you are calmer. You are more gentle and kinder than wolves who are wicked, who devour. And yet he sent you to wolves. So is it that Jesus is wicked? Is it that he doesn't like us? The answer is no. He likes us. But you see, there is always a way to survive in the midst of wickedness. A place you are not liked. A place you are not wanted. A place you are hated. A place that every desire every desire is for your destruction there is a way to live in that place and still prosper there is a way to live among wolves who are destroyers killers and still be alive there is a way there's a way hallelujah so Jesus said I am sending you as sheep in the midst of wolves what do you do how do you survive he gave us the solution he said that he said be ye therefore as wise as serpents because I am sending you as sheep in the midst of wolves because of that become wise as serpents become wise as serpents if you don't become wise as serpents where I am sending you will be the it will mark the end of your life it will mark the end of your destiny it will, it will cut everything that I have destined I have planned to do with your life it will be cut short if you don't become as wise as serpents become that is how to survive. And I told you that. Don't be afraid. When you live in the midst of antagonism. Do you know antagonism? Yeah. When you, you live in the midst of hatred. Passionate dislike. Hallelujah. Don't, you don't need to be worried. If your house are full of witches and wizards, 
eat flesh. <laughs> I told you, I told you there was a funeral. Um, there's a certain funeral. A certain funeral. When when the funeral was going on, the some people started talking to the amazement of some people around. And they were describing how they killed the person they were having the funeral for, the diseased. And this person said, I took her hand. This person said, I took her liver. This person said, I took her kidney. This person said, and there was, uh, the last person said, when I took the heart, then she died. <laughs> yes. Witches! At the funeral, at the funeral. This is not, it's not a Nancy story. <laughs> at the funeral. Why? Because she decided to honor somebody. <laughs> and by honoring the person, she was hated. You see, that is how wicked the world is. Do you understand? But what I'm saying is that your case must be an exemption. Yes. Your case must be different. They may have succeeded in chewing that one. But listen to me. If you are here and you are a child of this house, under the sound of my voice, I forbid you I forbid you to allow witches to eat your flesh. I forbid you to allow wizards to eat your flesh. From today, from today, when they look at you, because of this secret and because of this word of wisdom, when they look at you, they will not like your flesh. They will not like your blood. When they see you, they will run for their lives. Come on, shout, yes. Oh, yeah, came up. where you are. Believe it. That's where you are. So how do you, how do you survive? How do you thrive? I'm giving you one more of the wisdom. One more of it. And it is chapter 4 of the book. Chapter 4. Always bring your textbook. If you don't have one, try and get one. These are textbooks. When we are done, I'll tell you we are done. But until I see it, don't lose. Anytime you are coming, you come with it. Have you opened it? Page, page 18. Chapter 4. Oh, I love this. What is it? So we have talked about a number of things that you must develop. Do you remember the inner power? You have to develop inner power. Are you developing the inner power? Are you developing the inner power? You must be able to bring out venom. Your venom must make you fearful. Hallelujah. Develop venom. Develop a poisonous, spiritual poisonous substance for Satan. Develop it. It is what makes the, the serpent fearful. Anybody, everybody runs from from a snake because we know that the snake has poison 
and if it strikes you, you will die. We know it. Yeah, so everybody runs away from snakes. Nobody likes it. Do you understand? You must become like a serpent. Eh? That eh, all the witches, when they see you or they hear your name, they must run for their lives. If you can get that, then you have acquired the wisdom of the serpent. Become fearful. Don't become ordinary. They must not toil with you and go scot-free. No, 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 no. When they are handling you, they should, you see, they should know that they are handling, you see, what they are handling can easily kill them. Yes. Are you not careful with snakes? Even when they say that, look, come and touch it, some of you. Look, I have one in my house. The sight of it in the movie is a problem. Yes. She doesn't want to see it. I have one in my house like that. No. That is how fearful they have become. How can in the movie, what would it do to you? There was a movie where they were sending, they were transporting snakes somewhere. Remember the movie? It's called what? Huh? Snakes on the plane. Go and look for that movie and watch. <laughs> hey! The people are... The snakes, they are fearful. 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 You should see. The minute they see them. No. Everybody has to run for his life. How can the pilot fly a plane when he has, it has seen a snake? <laughs> eh, you will lose all your senses. Yes. All the brains you have to fly a plane, they will fly out of your head. You have to ask yourself, when your enemies see you, is this the impression they get? Is this the impression they get? Yeah. When they hear your name, how do they feel? If they don't run for their lives, if they don't stop whatever they are doing, when they hear your name or they hear your voice, you are not yet there. You have not developed the inner power that makes the snakes, the snakes fearful. You haven't developed it. Develop it. And I told you, one of the ways to do that is be prayerful. Because prayer builds your inner man. Spend quality time in prayer. Spend it. Quality time in prayer. Huh? It will make you fearful. Are you here? Number two. Or oh, the other one I'm telling Not number two. The other one. Is now, this is chapter four. Snakes are masters of the mouth. Say masters of the mouth. Say masters of the mouth. Snakes are masters of the mouth. Hmm. Masters. You see, are you listening to me? If you are not interested in the word of God, you will not be happy in this church. You won't be. So, advise yourself. You, you, have, to be, you have to be serious and mean business with God. Every service here will be like Christmas for you. Yeah, I'm telling you. 
if you are serious, every service here will become like Christmas. Now listen. Listen. The snake, you see, like you have, you have a lower jaw and an upper jaw. Okay. They help you to be able to open your mouth. Huh? Okay. Now, the snake's lower jaw, the lower jaw, it is so flexible hmm, that it helps it to be able to open its mouth wider than it. I don't know which animal comes close. Very flexible. Then on the skull, there are the skull, there, there are points there that makes the skull so flexible. So it can, it makes it able to also open, you see, the top. It goes very high. Eh? So with a flexible lower jaw and with these things on the scar, it makes the snake able to open its mouth very wide. Now, so wide that the snake can swallow a prey eh? that, is, that is wider than the diameter of the snake. Do you know diameter? Diameter is when you have a circle and you draw a circle. Then from one point of the circle to the other point of the circle, that straight line you put here, it is called diameter. <laughs> eh? Do you understand diameter? Yeah, it's called diameter. Now, or the width. Huh? The width. Okay. Now, the power of the mouth is a master of the power of the mouth. The snake can swallow a prey eh, that is wider than the snake. Eh? You see, the snake is slim. But because of the power of the mouth, the snake can swallow. You see, an antelope, an antelope, for example, is bigger. A goat is bigger in diameter. A cow is bigger, far bigger in diameter. Eh? But the, the master of the mouth is a master of the power of the mouth. So it can open the mouth wide enough to be able to swallow an antelope completely. Yes. Master. So you see, he has venom, which makes it dangerous. After he applies the venom on you and finishes you, then it opens the mouth. He engages the other power, which is the power of the mouth, and is able to open the mouth so wide that it can swallow you up. Yeah. Now, if you as a believer would have the wisdom of the serpent, then we must also develop the power of the mouth. The power of the mouth. You must become a master of the power of the mouth. You must be able to operate your mouth to make you dangerous. <laughs> I said you must be able to operate your mouth. Your mouth must make you fearful. When they hear your voice, when they hear the sound of your voice, they want to run for their lives. Yeah. Your mouth. So I said that a closed mouth 
equals a closed destiny. When your mouth is closed and you are the gentle type and you are the, you are the, you are the lady, lady type or you are the diplomatic type who, 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 who scarcely opens your mouth. Do you understand? The closure of your mouth eh, it signals the closure of your destiny. Morosia, because your destiny is inside your mouth. Your victory is inside your mouth. Marosia Koteyaba. The defeat of the enemy is inside your mouth. If you close your mouth, you close your destiny. If you close your mouth, you have closed up on your victory. If you close your mouth, you are not winning. If you close your mouth, you are failing. And Jesus is saying, in this wicked world, you need to develop the power of the mouth. The power of the mouth. Develop it. Develop the power of the mouth. Don't be one of the Christians who are always quiet. They have nothing to say about anything. Nothing. When they come and say something to you, any nonsense that is told you, you accept it. Oh, because oh, I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. It's nonsense. The Bible says that no weapon shall form against no weapon formed against you shall prosper. <laughs> no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And any tongue, any tongue, any tongue that is lifted against you in judgment, you shall be silent. You shall be silent. You shall be quiet. You shall be quiet. I said you shall be quiet. No weapon shall no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Eh? And any tongue, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that rise against you in judgment, you shall be quiet. You shall be silent. Oh, I can hear you. You shall be quiet. You shall be silent. Listen to the word of God. He said, no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment, you must rise up and open your mouth and condemn it. Condemn it. Condemn it. Norosi attire. They said that, look, your marriage, your marriage is over my dead body. Then you open your mouth and say that, so, so shall it be. It will be over your dead body. Get ready and get your coffin because you are going to die. Why? Because whether you like it or not, I will marry. Whether you like it or not, my husband will come. My wife will come and I will marry. So get ready. You will be buried. Don't keep quiet. How do you keep quiet? Do not keep quiet. Do not keep quiet. You keep quiet, you sit on your destiny. Yes. Yeah. Listen. Look, don't be hypocritical. You will also be happy. If you have some nice car you are driving, wouldn't you be happy? You say, oh, a man's life does not consist in the abundance of things he possesses. I know, but you would like to have a car. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, you like to, you like to have your own house. Look at the way you struggle with accommodation. Eh? Wouldn't you like to have your own accommodation? Would it not be nicer? Would it not be more beautiful? That even somebody at your age, you, you own your own house. Would it not be a plus? Wouldn't you enjoy it? Everybody, you will like it. You like it. You like it. And it is nice. Yeah, it's nice to own your own house. Yes. I own my own house. It's nice. It's nice to have your, have your own car. It's nice. Have my own car. It's very nice. Yes, I know that life does not consist in the abundance of things you possess. But it is nice to have them too. Yes. Yeah. Yesterday, yesterday I had to attend to four things in that same day. If I didn't have my own car, it, it wouldn't have happened. I couldn't have done, done that. It wouldn't have happened. Yes, four things. Four different programs I have to yesterday. Yeah. So, don't say that it is not. It is good. It's good to have. I don't know why I'm telling you this, but somebody needs to know that. It, it is good. It's good to have it. Hallelujah. Yes. So, when certain mouths are denying you of that, you have to rise up. You understand? And speak. Don't be silent. Don't sit down. And pretend as if, oh, you, these things, they don't mean anything to you. Tell it, they mean something to you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, they mean something to you. Yeah. If I have money to a certain level, you see, all oh, this place will be air conditioned. See, the way you are finding yourself, you wouldn't have been finding yourself. He says, it's not important. Our lampo. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. Are you here? So become like the serpent. Listen, Exodus chapter 4 verse 17. What is that? Watch this. I'm going to explain a few things to you and then we'll close. Exodus chapter 4 verse 17. Listen to what it says. It says that, And thou shalt take this rod in thine, in thine hand. Are you watching? Are you watching? Watch it too. Because if you miss it, you have missed a revelation that can make you God, it can give you mercy. It says that, and thou shalt take this rod in thine hand, wherewith thou shalt do signs. The rod would help you to do signs. What you will do will blow the minds of people. But it is the rod, you need the rod to be able to do that. Oh, what, what it said, thou shalt take this rod in thine hand. Eh? Wherewith thou shalt do signs. Look, give me another version. I, don't, I think they don't understand the wherewith. <laughs> Take this stuff in your hands. You will use it to do signs. <laughs> yes. The rod. You will use the rod to do signs. What is the rod here? Isaiah chapter 11, verse 1. What is the rod? Isaiah chapter 11, verse 1. Isaiah chapter 11 verse 1 It says that And the Lord said unto Moses Isaiah 11 Isaiah 11 huh. Isaiah 11 1 and 2 Okay It said that And there shall come forth a rod Out of the stem of Jesse 
eh? and a branch shall grow out of his roots. So a rod shall come forth out of the stem of Jesse. Verse 2 says that, and the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and mind, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. You see, this rod is talking about Jesus. It is the rod that will come out of the stem of Jesse. He is the rod upon which the spirit of the Lord shall rest. That is why Jesus said in the book of Luke, he said that, he said that the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me. Okay. So the rod is talking about Jesus. Now, it is the rod you need to do signs. To do wonders. He said, you would use the rod. Eh? He said, take this stuff in your hands. You would use it to do signs. Oh. The rod is Jesus. John chapter 1 from verse 1. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. The word was God. Jesus is the rod. The rod is the word. Because Jesus is the word. Jesus is the word. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness. And darkness comprehendeth it not. Now verse 14. What is in verse 14? What is in verse 14? Verse 14 says what? And the word became flesh. The word that was God. It became flesh. <laughs> Which God became flesh? God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Which of them became flesh? It was a God the Son who became flesh. So the word that became flesh is talking about Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. So the rod you need to do wonders is the word. <laughs> Yes. He said, you will take it and you will use it to do signs. You will use the word to do signs. Are you here? Yeah. That is the reason why when you enter into a situation, locate the word that talks about that situation. Locate it. By that word, you will experience signs and wonders in that situation. Hallelujah. Are you here? Ecclesiastes chapter 11 verse 5. Yokobo si attire. <laughs> Sometimes you try to understand God. You can't understand him. Because some are saying, I mean, how? How? You cannot understand. If he's saying that the word, when you take it, you do signs. Just believe it and use the word. Because you cannot understand everything. Look at what the scripture says. It says that, as thou knowest not what is in thine, what is, 
in the way of the spirit. Or know how the bones do grow in the womb of hair that is with the child. Do you know how? Do you know how? But the fact that you don't know, does it change the fact that the bones grow in the, in the womb of a woman with a child? Does it change it? Do you know how it grows? You don't know how it grows. So, your ignorance of how it grows, does it affect how it grows? Does it affect it? So, what I'm saying that, whether you know how it grows or you don't know how it grows, it doesn't change it. You don't know how the bones grow. How liquid becomes a bone. Can you explain to me, Mr. Doctor, Mr. Surgeon, can you tell me how? <laughs> he can't explain. He said, Doctor, but he can't tell me how. Are you understanding that? You can't tell me how. Stephen, can you tell me? But... You, you said you can't tell me. Okay, you don't know. Is that what it means? So the fact that you don't know, does it change the fact that bones grow in the womb of a woman with a child? Yes. Yes. So whether you know about it or not, it's not necessary. So why do you want, to, you want me to explain how the word can make you do signs and wonders? It doesn't matter. If you want the child to grow, the bones to grow, just impregnate your wife and the child, the bones will grow. That's all. That's all. Impregnate the woman and you will see that liquid can turn into bones. Hey. Can turn into bones. So in the same way, take the word. I don't need to show you the chemistry behind it. Take the word and use it. Believe in the word and use the word. Open your mouth and fire the word. Whether you understand it or not, there is something the word will accomplish. He said, my word is that which goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please and it shall prosper in the thing where do I cite it. know how you don't need to look at it young man give me my scripture don't change it but I have not told you as thou knowest not what is the way of the spirit and how the bones do grow in the womb of a womb of, of her with a child even so thou knowest not the works of God who maketh all things. Ah, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. You don't need to understand. If you know everything about God, He ceases to be God. Yes. So you need to believe and speak it. Ah, develop that power. Believe it first. And then fire it. Oh, oh. Listen. When I say this, then I remember. I remember Ezekiel chapter 37. You know Ezekiel 37. Ezekiel chapter 37 from verse 1 to 10. You see, this was when God came. He came to, he came to Ezekiel. And he asked, Ezekiel, can these dry bones live again? 
Ezekiel looked at the dry bones and he said that mm, I mean how can dry bones live again they are not just bones so they are dry dry bones how can dry bones live again and then he said he said Lord you are the one who knows so as for me I know not I haven't seen some before I don't know how a dry bone can get flesh I don't know how dismantled bones can come together how they can even find themselves and come together join have flesh I don't know how this can happen yeah I don't know how <laughs> are you there I don't know how continue then then God says something to Ezekiel listen I'm, I'm, I'm closing so listen don't miss it God says something to Ezekiel he said Ezekiel Ezekiel eh? do you know Ezekiel he said Ezekiel prophesy to the bones he <laughs> said verse 4 what is in verse 4 I'm closing help me to close verse 4 again he said unto me prophesy upon these bones God did not suggest to God commanded Ezekiel Ezekiel prophesy speak as I command you speak as I command you to the dry bones you don't know how this thing can turn around don't worry when I command you prophesy <laughs> I, am, I am giving you my word speak what I tell you to the bones anything I tell you to tell the bones tell them you don't understand you don't know how these bones can live again it's not relevant all you need to do is that whatever I tell you to speak to the bones please go ahead and tell the bones tell them prophesy upon these bones and say unto them say unto them is God not giving Ezekiel word oh are you here the people here can you hear me is your sound working here can you hear is God not giving Ezekiel a word eh? he said that and again he said unto me prophesy upon these bones Say to them, say to what? The dry bones. So it says, say to them, say to the dry bones, say to them. <laughs> In the same way the Bible says, it, it tells the weak. It says, let the weak say, not that I'm weak, but let the weak say, I am strong. You can feel weakness. You can feel, you can feel that you are feeble. But God is telling you, God is giving you a word in the same way He gave a word to Ezekiel. Speak. <laughs> it says, Speak. Say to the dry bones, they are dry, but speak to them. Speak to the dry bones. You don't know how. It doesn't matter. The word I am giving you, speak it. Speak it. 
<laughs> and say you unto them, Oh, ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. That is how you should address your situations. You are a man, you are not getting married. Eh? Address the situation and tell it. Hear the word of the Lord. Yes. Hear the word of the Lord. Hear the word of the Lord. It is not good for a man to be alone. It is not good for a man to be alone. By reason of this word, I will not be alone. I will not be alone. Pastor Stephen, how does this bring you a wife? I don't know, but I don't also care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. But I will speak the word of the Lord to my situation. My goodness. My goodness. Because in the same way, we don't understand how bones grow in the womb of a woman with a child. So we don't know how speaking the word can turn your situation around. Come on, shout yes. I feel it, I tell you. I feel it. Mm. <laughs> Verse 5. Verse 5. That saith the Lord. They say the, the dry bone that you hear. The marriage that is on the rocks. Let the marriage hear the word of the Lord. Let that rocky marriage. Let that rocky marriage hear the word of the Lord. Hear. Hear the word of the Lord. Hear. The tribes that's here the Lord God unto these bones behold I will cause breath to come to enter into you and ye shall live you see I'm sure that as he was saying it his mouth his lips were twisting because what you are saying it doesn't even make sense to you you are telling the dry bones dry bones they need to get flesh they need to first come together as a skeleton. Then when the skeleton comes, they need flesh. Then after the flesh, they need a skin. Okay, skin to cover. Then after that, then breath can come into them. As you are even saying the thing, you don't even know. I'm sure, look, this guy must have extreme faith to, to speak like that to the dry bones. But why would he do that? He did that because God had instructed God had instructed verse 6 and I will lay and I will lay sinews upon it upon you and bring up flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and ye shall live and ye shall know that you will know that I am the Lord is speaking to somebody's marriage it is speaking to somebody's career it is speaking to somebody's finances it is speaking it's speaking to somebody's somebody's job he's speaking to a business here he said that you shall leave you shall leave again 
when you look at the state of the business it doesn't look it doesn't look like something that can work again coronavirus has destroyed everything so you don't know how it can live again don't worry if God can bring he can bring dry bones alive he could give life to dry bones I don't think that your business your collapse business is too much and I see God with the power of the mouth I see God raising your business from the grave I see God lifting your marriage from that rocky place I see God turning around your destiny come on shout yes hey <laughs> Hey. And you will know that I am God. The seven. Yeah. I just like this when I read it. I love it. Look at what it says. So what? So I prophesy what? I prophesy what? As I was commanded. I prophesy. As I was commanded. As I was commanded. So when he says, No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that is that rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn it. Why don't you prophesy as you are commanded? The Bible says that the, the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God speak as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. So the word, it calls it the sure word of prophecy. The word is a sure word of prophecy. Put up that scripture there in Peter. A sure word of prophecy. Peter chapter 1. Which one? First, second. First, Peter <laughs> chapter 1. Yeah. Go to verse 19. 19. 19. What is there? It said that, but with the precious blood of the Lamb. Ah, verse 20. What is in verse 20? Verse 20. No, Second Peter. <laughs> Second Peter, First Peter chapter two, First Peter chapter two. Okay, First Peter chapter two, Second Peter chapter one twenty. Okay, go to nineteen. I am interested in nineteen. Go to verse nineteen. Look at this, verse nineteen. God heal their hands, heal their fingers, so that their fingers. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 19 Sec Oh, these guys <laughs> God has forgiven you all your sins Jesus has shed the blood already <laughs> Listen, he says that He said we have also 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 I want you to get the thing You must get the thing We have also what? A more what? Sure word. sure word of prophecy. Eh? We have also a more sure word of prophecy. Whereunto ye do well that ye take heed as unto light that shineth in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. Now, verse 20. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation for the scripture next for the, for the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man 
But holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. So you see, God is referring to the word as prophecy. And the word is the surest prophecy. So I'm saying that in the same way that Ezekiel was given a prophecy and he prophesied to the dry bones without knowing how the prophecy he was given how it will materialize God is also giving you a prophecy what's the prophecy the prophecy is the word of God so you too you take the word of God and you look at the situation and you prophesy like Ezekiel prophesied hallelujah yeah can you see that all this involves the mouth oh does it yes it involves the mouth so you close your mouth you are finished you are finished you must become as wise as the serpent develop it every morning go and get Bishop's book name it uh, claim it name it claim it and take it Huh? name it claim it and take it and open to the confessions huh? the confessions are based on the word of God and begin to prophesy the word into your life Can somebody hear what I'm saying at all? Yeah. Begin to prophesy. And use the mouth. Use the mouth. Don't look at the situation. Don't think that it's too bad. There's nothing that can be done. So you see, you don't even believe in that weapon you have been given. When you look at the mountain before you, you don't know how that mountain will be cleared by the, just the words you are speaking. Meanwhile, the Bible says in Mark 11, verse 23, it says that, Whosoever shall say, Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe that whatsoever he saith shall come to pass that person shall have whatever he says can you imagine a mountain being cast into the sea it tells you the, the power that the speaking word or the spoken word possesses the power it carries. The power. Stand before the mirror. Look at yourself in the mirror. And begin to address the situation. You are encountering failure. Speak to yourself. Whatsoever is born of God. Overcome the world. And this is the victory. That overcomes the world. Even my faith. He says in the word that we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. We are more than conquerors. We are not conquerors. We are not conquerors. We are superior to conquerors. Look at yourself in the mirror and I don't care what you are experiencing. I don't care the failure that is staring you in the face. I want you to prophesy to that failure. Tell them. Tell that failure. 
that situation, tell them the word of God says it is not good for a man to be alone. So I will not be alone. Anything that is holding my marital destiny is just from today. Prophesy to it. Speak to it. I'm closing. Even, even the president will be happy that I'm preaching. Hallelujah. Are you here? My time is up. I've stolen like 15 minutes. Are you here? Hey. Kakoya <laughs> Bane. Hmm. You are sure you are here? Remember what happened in Daniel? This is my last but one, then I'll close. Don't worry. Remember what happened in Daniel? Daniel 3. There were some three guys. They were called Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Three guys. Then the king came and said to them, they were told, everybody should bow before this image. He said, king, we are not, we are not careful. You see, when they were threatened, they didn't keep quiet. Church, if you won't get anything today, get this. Your silence is killing you. I'm telling you. Your silence. No. Look for a prophecy in the word and prophesy. They told him, we are not careful to answer you in this matter. In this matter. And they told the king, you want to burn us? You want to roast us as kebab? Eh? Nobody has ever succeeded when they are put into that furnace of fire. And he said that. We know that our God will save us. We know. Do you know that God can deliver? Listen. Sometimes it's difficult to believe. That the situation you are in, it can turn. <laughs> eh? Today, I want that position to change. Eh? That if dry bones can come together and they, they, they become a mighty army, what is it that cannot turn? They said that we know that our God will deliver us. <laughs> we know. Our God will deliver us. We know. Out of your hands, we know He will deliver us. We know. As in, even if He doesn't, He will not bow to you. But you see, that thing they said, we know. That prophecy, we know. Eh? It was that prophecy that invoked the presence of a divine being when they were put inside the fire. Yeah. That prophecy inside the fire. So the king said that, did we not put three people? How come that we see a fourth person 
the Son of God inside. When he called for them, come out! He saw four. Three, three came. Three came. Not four, three came. But when he was looking, he was peeping. He saw Yes. The prophecy. Listen. Believe in the prophecy of the word. And from today, I'm charging you from tomorrow morning. I want you to get a mirror if you don't have one. Get a big one if you don't have one. Put it in your room and tuck it on the left and tuck it on the right and tuck it behind so it doesn't fall and stand in front of the mirror. List down your troubles and look for the word, the prophecy that addresses that and begin to administer to yourself the prophecy of God. And I promise you, without any shadow of doubt, it is a sure word of prophecy. Your situation will turn around. To turn around. To turn around. To turn around. If the dry bones can live, if these people will not be consumed, then get ready to be turned around. Stand to your feet, everybody. The power the mouth hey rise to your feet oh Jesus oh Here I have seen the righteous it is not well with them they are right this is the prophecy say, say you to the righteous that it shall be well with him 
For they shall eat the fruit of their doings. Say to the righteous, say to the righteous, today I stand here by the power of this word, and I address the righteous here. I address the righteous. Whatever is happening to you, I prophesy to you. I don't care how bad your situation is. I prophesy to you. It shall be well with your life. It shall be well with your marriage. Yes. It shall be well with your career. Yes, Lord. It shall be well with your business. Jesus, it shall be well with your job. It, well. it shall be well with your children. It, is well. it shall be well with your business. It, well. it shall be well with you. Believe it. Say, Bishop, you don't understand. I don't need to understand. I don't need it. I don't need it. So Psalm 5 verse 12. Psalm 5 verse 12. This is your prophecy. Psalm 5 verse 12. It says that. For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous with favor. Will thou compass him as with a shield. Narosiataya. Today, I speak to the righteous. Jesus, you are blessed. Amen. I speak to the righteous. You are blessed. I'm blessed. You are blessed. Amen. Your family is blessed. Amen. Your children are blessed. Amen. Your ministry is blessed. Amen. Your business is blessed. Amen. Your career is blessed. Amen. Your job is blessed. Yes. Lord. Your marriage is blessed. I believe. You are blessed. Yes. You are blessed. I receive. You are blessed. Yes. You are blessed. I receive. You are blessed. I'm blessed. 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 And any life that is experiencing this favor today, Jesus, I prophesy to you I, 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 that God yes. will cover you with favor, yes, as with a shield, yes, everywhere you turn, everywhere you will turn to favor. Ah, bah, bah, bah. You didn't hear it, favor. everywhere you turn, everywhere you turn, you turn to favor, In favor. you turn to the left, favor. you turn to favor. favor, you turn to the right, favor. you turn to Seba, you move forward. Seba, you move to Seba, you turn to the back. Seba, you turn to Seba. Seba, come on, shout Seba. Seba, prophesy. Dry bones can live by prophecy. I don't know what cannot change in your life. Lift up your two hands. Talk to God. Ligri kasitanda Prima mama shutandia. Ibrima mama suyandala. Awa kano hebebemo. Radiwa kano hebebemo. Iradia kase hobeshiwae. Obeshiwa
You are here this afternoon. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You want to say that, Pastor? Pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. If you are here like that, wherever you are standing, lift it up. Lift up that hand. 
Pray with me. I want to be born again. I need Jesus. <laughs> All we are talking about here, it will not apply to you. This is the first step to have this experience. If you have lifted up your hand, you want to surrender your life to Jesus. I want you to walk from wherever you are to the front here. I want to meet you right in front. You lifted up your hand. Come. Come all the way to the front. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You lifted up your hand. Come all the way. Wherever you are coming from. Come. Come. Are you clapping for them? Are you clapping for them as they come? You lifted up your hand. Come all the way. Come all the way. Clap for them as they come. Keep clapping. Keep clapping for them. Keep clapping for them. Keep clapping for them. Listen. You lifted up your hand. Don't stay there. Don't do this wicked thing to your life. Come. To the front, you lifted your hand. Come, don't sit back. Come on, come. Lift up your two hands. Those of you standing in front, lift up your two hands to God. And I want everybody to join us in this prayer. Say, Heavenly Father, I want to hear everybody's voice. Say, Heavenly Father. I come to you this afternoon just as I am. I believe with all my heart that Jesus died on the cross, shed his blood because of my sins. Today, I surrender my life to Jesus. Today, Today I receive Jesus. I receive Jesus as my Lord, as my Lord, as my Savior, as my Savior, as my Redeemer, as my Redeemer. Say, Father, Father, please, please forgive me, forgive me of all my sins, of all my sins. Write my name, write my name in the book of in life, the book of life. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for saving me, for saving me today, today. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening to this anointed message. We believe you have been blessed and uplifted by this powerful word. Subscribe to this podcast to receive messages regularly. For prayer and counseling, please call or WhatsApp plus 233-27-974-7173. Until next time, stay under open heavens.